War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Best lawn ever, guaranteed. Contact Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today. Now, you can call them, 401-392-1025. Get a quick, easy quote. The best thing to do, Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. They have a great website. It's easy, lawndoctor.com, lawndoctor.com. Then just put in your zip code. Get a quick, easy a quote. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Take Get part of their premium eight-service program. Early spring, spring lime, late spring, summer, Grub prevention, early fall, fall, late fall, Lawn Doctor, online at lawndoctor.com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. It's Thursday. It's June 9th. This portion of the program is brought to you by, well, it's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. The final days of Ron's Pastry Gourmet. This Saturday, that is it. Ron has done a fantastic job. Ron and Melissa he has decided to retire, but is still plenty of time. Today, tomorrow, Saturday, pop in. Delicious, fresh food. Everything baked fresh. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. The most delicious calzones. All of those wonderful Trump 2024 chocolate donuts. The Let's Go Brandon cupcakes. Ron's Pastry Gourmet calls it a day. This Saturday is the final day. Pop in and see them. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right off of Silver Spring Street. They want to thank all their loyal customers. The most delicious pies. We're going to miss them. You will be able to see them up on Federal Hill sometimes for certain events. But it's Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Well, folks, um, again, we have a lot to get to uh, on this Thursday. Uh, let me just say this. This business on the J6 hearings for tonight, they want to do it in prime time. Uh, I've seen some of this. It's it, it, they're trying to market in uh, present something that we've already seen. They're trying to distract you from the high gas prices. They're trying to distract you from the high inflation. They're trying to distract you from the failed Biden White House. Uh, the reports I'm seeing, it's everything we've seen. I, I, I normally would watch stuff like this. I, I'm not even going to waste my time because that's what it would be. I've seen it all. I've seen it all. And as much as they want to change the narrative, now they want to make it more dramatic. This was in the planning. But no one's buying it. None. I'll tell you, January 6th doesn't matter when a young mother can't find baby formula sh sh uh, because of the shortage. January 6th footage. Look at that. They were yelling at a Capitol Police, you know, security guard. None of that matters when gas is over $5 a gallon. Prices. Go grocery shopping grocery shopping you you cannot believe how much prices have gone up and last night president biden was on with jimmy kimmel and last night you know people have been saying he's not doing any more interviews meaning president biden well last night you saw why now i i'm gonna i realize most people probably didn't see it um i saw part of it then i realized okay this is worse than i thought it was going to be it's uncomfortable that was not an interview with the president of the United States. That was a comedian, supporter, many call him an activist, Jimmy Kimmel, holding the hand and trying to help an failing elderly person make it through an interview. Um, it was more reminiscent to me of if you've ever attended kind of a birthday party for a very older person maybe turning a very significant birthday, 90, 95. I went one time and family invited me, a man turned 100. It was almost like Kimmel was the son trying to help, you know, almost really his father get through, you know, where a lot of people say speech, speech, and then the person feels obligated to try to talk a little bit. And then they, that, that it, it was, he's the president right now. He is the president of the United States and he is it's it's comical actually it's it's actually ridiculous and pathetic that they claim he may be going for a second term um i don't even say this out of spite i don't say this out of dislike or anger it, it is just there's there's just nothing I mean, it, it's just 
I, I want to, I'll just play some of this. And, and, and listen, I'll tell you, th- this sums it up right here. First of all, he tripped going up the stairs again to go to the West Coast. But listen to this one exchange. Just a process question. When you have sensitive documents that you need to flush down the toilet, do you do that? Is, is that done in your office toilet or is that done in the bathroom, in the personal bathroom area? Oh, I call Trump. Uh, <laughs> and, uh... You know, the fact is, what about more dignified, bringing everyone together? There was no reason. Hear me out very cl- There was zero reason to talk about President Trump last night. Kimmel was fixated on it. Kimmel was fixated on President Trump, on Fox News. When you're, st- when you're pumping gas and gas is over $5, is it, there was zero reason to bring up President Trump last night. And he was a resounding theme throughout the whole thing. What an absolute joke. And this business of we have a fast growing, he, I, I listened to President Biden saying, that he's done great things. He just has a tough time communicating. See if you can follow this. Here we go. Hold on. From the beginning. So, so there's a lot of major things we've done. But what we haven't done is we haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is... Uh, um, let me say another way. Well, see, that's kind of perfect. Yeah, well, we haven't been able to communicate But look it. how the press has changed. Mm-hmm. Look how the press has changed. It has changed. Oh, listen, it, it, I, I get it. it. I know you, get, you overstand it. Yeah. You don't just understand it, you overstand it. <laughs> but here's the deal. One of the things is that it's very difficult now to have a, um, even with, with notable exceptions, even the really good reporters, they have to get the number of clicks on, on, the, on nightly news. Mm-hmm. So instead of asking a question, anyway, it just everything gets, gets sensationalized in ways that, but I'm convinced we can get through this. We have to get through it. And one of the things, look, I'm going to take a break and then we'll talk a little bit. I mean, this was uncomfortable. I, I, folks, this is worse than we thought. But that's why he's not doing interviews. Again, he wasn't mean, but he can't even communicate the things they've done. A lot of major things we've done. But what we haven't done is we haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is... uh, um, Make me say another way. Well, see, that's kind of perfect. Holy cow. And this wasn't an interview. Jimmy Kimmel, for whatever reason, was just literally almost holding his hand. And then this, what was this all about? TV ads and biracial couples? I'm serious. You turn on the TV, look at the ads. When's the last time you saw biracial couples on TV? When's the last time you saw the way, I mean... People are selling products. They do ads to sell products. And they sell products when people, they appeal to people. This generation is going to change everything. We just got to make sure we... President of the United States, commander-in-chief, leader of the free world. Wow. This was really uncomfortable. The world. The world. The world. Look, here's where we are. We have the fastest-growing economy in the world. The world, the world. Uh, this again. I, I'm going to just repeat what I said. This is why he can't do an interview. This was actually it. Really wasn't an interview. It was Kimmel, activist, supporter. Clearly, you know, for him and his show, huge deal having the president of the United States. A lot of talk of him taking shots at Tucker Carlson, Fox News, Hannity, and then. Then they go after former President Trump. Uh, Look at gas prices. Look at the grocery store. Look at the fact businesses still can't get people to come to work. Look at crime on the rise. Homelessness. In Rhode Island, Governor McKee has gone through so much of our money. We we are at, and and what is the news yesterday? There was nothing even mentioned. The fact that because of progressive activists, a man was out in front of Judge Kavanaugh's house trying to kill him, trying to assassinate him because of a leaked memo from the Supreme Court. And then the man even admitted that there is an online group, Ruth sent us, meaning Ruth Bader Ginsburg, this activist Twitter feed that put Kavanaugh's address out online. And then the man used that. There was no element of coming together. He cannot. And folks, I don't relish even saying this. 
the president of the United States can't sit down, you know, for like a real interview. I mean, a, a real interview with someone who would, you know, go back and forth and ask real questions in real time. He is not up to it. He is simply not capable of it. And all these jokes, we're going to send our political uh, opponents to jail. If we do the same thing they do, our democracy will literally be in jeopardy. argument but also it's like you're playing monopoly with somebody who you know won't pass go and won't follow any of the rules and how do you ever make any progress if they're not following the rules well, you, gotta mean, send even... to jail. Uh, you know you know that that was just stupid is what it was it wasn't funny it wasn't funny um i the, the, but at least we got the answer and a lot of the problems, you know, Biden got mad supposedly because he said he wasn't kept aware of the, the baby formula shortage. I don't believe that. I don't think he's capable of keeping track of what they're telling him based on that interview. It wasn't an interview. It was a hand-holding exercise with Jimmy Kimmel that kind of cemented what we believed. Um, there was a reason they kept him away from the press. There's a reason why they kept him off the campaign trail. There's a reason why he is unable to sit down and do an interview. That's why he's not doing a press conference out on this West, Tro West Coast uh, trip. Folks, much more ahead. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Propane Plus. For heating and cooling, call Propane Plus today in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. In Rhode Island, Propane Plus number 401-885-4209. It's the Johnson family. It's Propane Plus, the leading full-service provider of propane to Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Not only can they install your tank and schedule propane deliveries, but they can service your entire heating, cooling system, and install any propane or natural gas appliances. Locations in East Greenwich and also in Rehoboth. Remember, Propane Plus is energy for everyone. It's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and also now it's renewable. Online at propaneplus.com, Propane Plus, heating and cooling. In Massachusetts, call the Rehoboth office, 508-252-3359. And in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. You can depend on Propane Plus. Folks, you are listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380. 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, petro.com. It's time for our legal segment. Joining us, he is our legal expert, one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. It is attorney Tim Dodd. And Tim, let's start off with a very disturbing story. You know, after that memo was leaked, Roe v. Wade, there was talk and legislation that, you know, they should uh, outlaw, that he should not be allowed to go to the homes of these justices. The progressives were out there and they're in the handmaiden outfits and they were out there that Saturday night and going in front and then you know suddenly we get reports that a man from california apparently traveled to the neighborhood of judge kavanaugh we're still trying to get some details but he was arrested he is being detained and apparently had a weapon and enough that someone tipped them off that he was going to the home if he was had been successful in an attempt to try to kill judge brett kavanaugh yes it's a very disturbing development um and it all seems to be piling on drip by drip of um, disrespect for all of our institutions, unfortunately. Specifically, however, as to Judge Kavanaugh, um, when the draft decision, which could overturn Roe, was um, leaked um, improperly and the media firestorm erupted, there were people... Um, and recall, it was progressive groups that leaked the uh, home addresses of the That's Supreme right. Court judges. Yep. So one side is very activist in putting this information out there. Good point. So now the progressives have told people where the judges live. People show up to protest. And folks on the right are saying, yes, but there's a federal law that says you can't do it. Well, you can't show up in an attempt to influence a judge's decision. Can you stand there with a sign and say, keep abortions legal? Can you show up with a sign saying, um, 
make abortions illegal. Arguably, you're expressing an opinion. Arguably, you are exercising your right to protest. Question whether or not that conduct would be seen as an attempt to influence a judge's decision. Um, that's, I think, legally a close call. And I think that's the pretext why um, the Justice Department didn't do anything about it. Even though they didn't do anything about it, uh, it seems to me, and of course we know why they didn't, but individuals from the administration or the Justice Department should have been out there saying, you know, uh, careful what you say, careful what you do, careful how you protest, but really nothing of any substance was said, which it seems to me would be taken by protesters as a green light to continue on and to do more. Um, this guy that has now been arrested and, and I believe charged with attempted murder oh. so, sounds like he's mentally incompetent. Something's mm. you know clearly um, wrong. As we know, he showed up with a Glock, two rounds of ammunition, um, um, crowbars, drills, uh, screwdrivers, things, you know, burglary yep. tools to get into the house. Um, what do they call them? Z zip, zip wires or whatever you use instead of handcuffs, which were used a couple of weeks ago when they, um, somebody executed a judge, they, they tied him up in a chair and they executed him. I'm sure this guy was inspired by that little event. Um, he shows up, he takes an Uber at 1.30 in the morning to show up at Judge Kavanaugh's near his house on the street. Apparently, he's made by a couple of U.S. Marshals who were there, and he kind of leaves the scene. He then, again, just like the unfortunate, tragic school shooting, the first reports aren't necessarily the correct reports, but what right. we're hearing right now, who knows if it's true? I mean, the way things get reported these days, mm. apparently after he was made by the U.S. Marshals and tried to leave the scene, he called the authorities and said, here's where I am. I'm suicidal and I want to go shoot and kill Judge Kavanaugh because wow. I'm upset about... Um, his um, position on Roe v. Wade. So naturally they go out, he gets lugged. Um, now he's presented to a court, um, federal court, hell without bail. Uh, I'm sure they'll be doing a psychological competency analysis on him to see if he's fit to stand trial. But is this akin to a copycat sort of um, situation um, what happened to the ju that retired judge for whom uh, some individual who ultimately shot himself, killed himself, shot a judge in retribution for wrongs this guy felt this judge had done to him years ago. Mm. Uh, the judge who got us, you know, executed, I think has been off the bench since like 2017, but this guy shows up and kills him. Right. Uh, there's got to be more protection for obviously Supreme Court judges, federal court judges, all judges. We have judges in Rhode Island every day, yeah. district court, family, superior oh. court. A judge makes a decision against a husband or a wife in a divorce case. Yep. You know, oh. A judge makes a decision about somebody in a criminal case. A judge makes a decision denying uh, financial compensation in a, in a civil case. Um, there's lots of people who could be pissed off with the decision a judge makes. Judges sure. make decisions where 100% of the time, somebody's not happy. One side right. might be happy, one unhappy, both might be unhappy. Mm. This is the end result of a lot of things, John. I, I think back to, what is it, two, maybe two, maybe three years ago. Remember in New York City and other places, kids would throw water balloons at cops. Yeah. And the cops were told, don't yeah. react, don't do anything, right. don't arrest them. Sure. So that emboldens That's right. the youth to say, oh, we can go out there and bust chops with the cops. We can yep. harass them. We can embarrass them. Pull, and they pull can't the, do anything. Pour a full bucket of water over a police officer. Yes, it so, terrible. So that's one um, one small step towards the direction we're going. 
Then we get into the riots of uh, 2020, where with impunity, people are smashing police cruisers, setting them on fire. Uh, Hardly anyone's getting arrested. Again, emboldened that you can do these types of things. Don't respect authority. And we've talked about this before. You know, people are talking about, you know, using this unbelievably sad situation in Texas to get some reforms with um, um, Second Amendment rights, gun ownership, etc. You got people out there saying, oh, it's a mental health issue. Well, I, I think in large part, it's a degradation of respect for authority. We have yeah. no religion, whether you believe in religion or not. Religion right. gave people a moral compass, a sense sure. of right and wrong, a sense of sin, a sense of punishment. Yeah. No, Tim um, Dodd, I, I just want to come back, though. And again, folks, let's be with a legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd. Tim Dodd, this, this also come back, comes back to, though, the leak. And these are my words, not yours. I, I am telling you, for the life of me, I just don't understand why some of these investigations take so long. I, we saw in the aftermath of, like, the Boston Marathon bombing, how quickly, when law enforcement, when they want to, how quickly. I mean, they had those guys picked up. They had to look through a lot of video. They had that in just a matter of like two or three days. 9-11 was the same thing with the hijackers. I, I just, I don't, and I know you have to deal with them. I don't understand law enforcement sometimes. These investigations, I, it, it, they just seemingly take forever. How long could it take to try to figure out who leaked that memo? Well, you wonder. The answer, yes, saying, I mean, one would ridiculous. think. One would think there's only so many people who work in the Supreme Court. Right. And I'm sure that the person who leaked that didn't keep it strictly to themselves. I'm sure they said to kindred spirits in terms of how they think, hey, you know, this is what I'm going to do. Or or there's got to be a way to cut through. Um, You know, these are young lawyers uh, working for the U.S. Supreme Court justices. These aren't hardened criminals. Um, you would think if the Justice Department or the FBI is looking into this, hmm. you know, they would have got further along in the process. It seems unimaginable think. that it they is. wouldn't have found the culprit, because if they don't find the culprit or if they don't really push hard to find the culprit, this is going to happen again and again yeah. and again. And hmm. it all serves to weaken the fabric of society and yeah. our respect for the law. And those who adjudicate the law or enforce the law, John, it's a terrible downward spiral we're on. And whoever leaked that memo, this is then the end result of then, look at this. Here's somebody that comes in from California, and we have the threat with Judge Kavanaugh. Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Attorney Tim Dodd, our legal expert, right here on The John DePietro Show. J. Perry Paving. Folks, you can depend on J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality Fair pricing, exceptional service, over 20 years' experience, specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, and much more. Call them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. They are tremendous. They also, how about this, once a month, they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran. And remember, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, Call J. Perry Paving for a free quote. It makes a huge difference in your property, in your home, in your driveway or patio. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. They're terrific. Hey, get that driveway paved. Call and book an appointment now. 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. We're speaking with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, staying with guns uh, for the moment, it would seem as if Rhode Island's going to have some new gun laws as a result of what happened in Texas, even though we already have very strict laws, but it is an election year and grabs a lot of spotlight. And when you have a a Democrat-dominated General Assembly uh, and a governor that's more than willing to put his name and signature on something, uh, what do you make of some of these new proposed gun laws? Well, as as Rahm Emanuel famously said, don't ever let a crisis go to waste. That's right. And, and that's exactly what's happening in Rhode Island, and it's happening yeah. nationally. Um, as we've said, in, in the area of Second Amendment rights and reforms regarding gun ownership, 
neither side is willing to give one scintilla. Uh, so they're both dug in as, as firmly as they can. Um, right now, the package which appears heading towards um, passage before the General Assembly, one would limit uh, what I think is called high, high volume um, weapon magazines, uh, I think limiting it to um, 10 rounds, yep. upping the age for gun ownership from 18 to 21, um, and limitations on the ability to carry rifles or shotguns in public. Um, Which makes of- no sense to me because you don't see that anyway. So I don't know. When I asked someone else about it, they said, well, sometimes at the Bristol Fourth of July parade, people come in certain out- outfits like, and carrying a musket. But when's the last time, Tim Dodd, you were downtown Providence and saw somebody walking by with a long gun? For crying out loud, they'd be surrounded by the police in two seconds. But go right ahead. Well, and it's feel-good legislation, and it it may well pass, and everyone can pat themselves on the back and say, look what we've done. We did this. That's right. One of the things, if you have a high-volume magazine-type weapon, the the law requires you to either turn it into the police or sell it to a gun shop. Hmm. Now, I am sure all the gang members in Providence and Pawtucket are going to be marching right right up to the police station. So it will be the law abiding citizens who will be um, presumed to be compelled to comply with this law or face the consequences. Hmm. And anyone who has an illegal gun or intends to use a weapon for criminal purposes, they're going to look at these laws and laugh. So, I don't see where it does anything to really get at the no. societal problem, right. which we have. We clearly have a problem with shootings all over the country, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, you name it. There's yep. a lot of mayhem and murder going on. Mm. Um, the media is selective in the outrage that it projects about these shootings, depending on who's the shooter and who's the victim which I don't think is right personally, but um, I don't think these bills, if they pass, it will do virtually anything to lessen what's going on. Most of the shootings in Providence, it's gang members shooting gang members. It is. So all of this legislation will have no effect. Yeah, And as I've said, I think the biggest thing would be more of a uh, try to do something about some of the maybe more lax juvenile laws or minors, I should say, and or if there was more of an effort to get people to cooperate with law enforcement when there is a shooting, but that doesn't fit their narrative. Tim Dodd, let's talk about, it was uh, it was last June, actually, as I think of it, during the NBA finals, when uh, some youths were going to get together and they went to Walmart, got some snacks, and then they were going to pick up a pizza, and then they were going to go enjoy and watch the NBA finals and Somehow they were going fast, supposedly, and this off-duty Pawtucket cop started following him. He got out of his vehicle, gun-drawn on his way home, um, had one sip of beer, one sip of beer in the vehicle, supposedly, that was open. And then he actually ended up firing and hitting the driver, uh, the young man. They, then, you know, they had to get out of the vehicle, and he then, you know, was investigated and brought up on charges. And it would seem now there is a, a second suit towards this Pawtucket officer, Dolan. Well, yes, the, the, the claim of the four young men in that horrific scene where this off-duty cop shot and ultimately hit the driver, um, that's still all pending. Um, right. they, those young men all have personal injury claims, uh, there are criminal charges pending against this cop. Those are superior court charges, so those have not yet come up for trial. This same cop last year, I believe it was last year, it might have been this year, um, was charged with domestic assault um, for malicious destruction of property and assaulting his son. If you recall, yeah. he took a toy or some sports yep. equipment Flung I think it, it was just a short time ago, actually. Yeah, yes. I think it was this year. Yeah, it was um, March. Down in third district court in front of Judge O'Neill. Yep. And um, this guy was found guilty of the domestic assault and the malicious destruction of property. Mm. The judge saying that that situation was caused solely due to the conduct of Officer Dolan. 
And Dolan has taken an appeal on that one. He wants to tee it up again in Superior Court, I believe. Now, the next lawsuit, which is pending, is this guy, uh, Mr. Marrera, was, I believe, at a convenience store and um, was requesting or Dolan was asking him to do certain things. And Marrera says, well, what am I doing wrong? Tell me, what am I doing wrong? I guess Dolan couldn't stand being questioned and wound up assault, allegedly assaulting this guy, mm-hmm. putting, putting him in, a, in an illegal um, chokehold. We've, yep. we've heard lots about illegal chokeholds in the last couple of years, punching him, uh, improperly restraining him, and improperly arresting him for wow. a situation where there was no crime. So it appears that, based on what we read, that uh, this officer has issues, to put it mildly. Yeah. We only know so much about the whole internal investigation of what's happening with this guy in terms of discipline within his police department, because he's largely protected by the policeman's bill of rights in terms of what could be happening as a job action. But when, when the guy is doing outrageous, aggressive, provocative, um, inexplicably angry things, now we've got three incidents where he's behaved in an aggressive, improper manner. Something's mm. wrong. Something's yeah. wrong with this situation. But I don't think he can be fired until he has co- completely gone through the adjudication process. Um, I think he's sus- clearly he's suspended at this point, but he can't be terminated until all of these cases reach a conclusion. Mm. Tim Dodd, as much as we obviously value law enforcement uh, on the streets in our area, boy, it is safe to say the Policeman Bill of Rights in Rhode Island, it's, it's, it's very strong. And, and, you know, there's segments who say it should be abolished. There's segments of the public that say, you know, it should be reformed. Um, police unions are very strong. Yeah. And fire have very strong unions. Sure. So un- unless there is a wholesale change of elected representatives in the in the state, um, in the House and in the Senate, and that's not likely, then I don't think you're going to see any change in the Policeman Bill of Rights. Um, I don't think there's many elected officials who really have an appetite to change um, the Bill of Rights, especially no. when, you know, especially police and fire are such zealous um advocates for their positions they go to fundraisers they buy tickets they influence politicians and you can't fault them for that that's the system and they have learned how to maneuver within that system to get what they want so many segments of the public may not like the result but you have to compliment these unions that they do a good job in preserving and protecting their interests and and right now in this current political climate uh, there's a lot of backlash on the west coast towards progressive policies and anything that's been soft on crime. Folks, another quick break. Much more ahead. Attorney Tim Dodd right here, our legal expert on the John DePietro Show. Time means grill time. And for the best grill, get a new grill. Stop in and see my friends. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Jay apostrophe yes, Broadway Appliance and TV. Located 47 Cedar Swamp Road. That's Route 5 Smithfield. You can call them 401-949-7800. Springtime, summer, this is the best time to grill outside. They have a great selection on grills. They also have a great selection on all appliances. Family-run business since 1963. Remember, you're going to deal directly with the owner. And they will match or beat any package deal when it comes to appliances. Do you need a new refrigerator? How about a new dishwasher, washing machine, dryer, oven, microwave, Jay's Broadway Appliance. Look for them online at jsappliance.com, also on Facebook. Springtime, summer is grill time. Stop in and see them. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 5. You can make an appointment for more personal Saturday and Sunday appointments. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, 401-949-7800. Better yet, drive in and see them, 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. We're speaking with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, before I forget, I just want to uh, touch on the Charlotte Lester case, the missing woman out of Warwick, 
right now, just to bring everyone up to speed, I've been covering this. It is um, she went she was last seen the Monday night, May 16th on 18th, which was the Wednesday. Her dog was found abandoned off Elmwood Avenue, Belmont Park on Thursday, the 19th, her some friends called the police to say this is odd. We have not heard from her since, you know, Monday. And now here it is Thursday. And then uh, on Friday, you know, the police, I, you know, generally seemingly wait the 24 hours somewhere in there late Thursday into Friday. They started looking. And then on Saturday, the 20th was when Warwick police, that home on Staples Avenue in Warwick, put crime, crime, crime scene tape up around it. It is basically a crime scene. Since then, they've now had 24 hour. It was two officers at one point, one in the front, one in the back. But now they just down to one. But still 24 hour surveillance on that home on Staples Avenue. Um, Tim Dodd, anything we should know that the police are very tight lipped, which I could understand. Uh, there's a lot of different theories. Her, her vehicle was found at Kent Hospital the, the Monday after that. But from what I understand, the police initially had just a 14 day window of the, the search warrant, but they, they remain there and the whole house is sectioned off. So this is a missing persons case. The last place she was known to be headed was this home on Staples Avenue Warwick. And, and admittedly, the police have said where she was, you know, known to frequent the past few months, uh, had some kind of relationship with the owner of the home. Uh, who was obviously not living there because the police have it cornered off. But anything legally jump out at you? Or I had a uh, former police lieutenant on the scene yesterday, and he said this, the one thing that stood out to him was he's gotten, he said he's gotten like 500 search warrants in the past. He, he's never had anything that lasted this long because we are going on week three now that this house has, it's, it's cornered off just like a, a crime scene. There's police, yellow police tape at the front, there's yellow police tape in the back, and there's a, work police officer car and they're there 24 seven. It, it's hard to know because as you say, the, the police are being very tight lipped on this yeah. one. And, you know, for a search warrant to go on for this duration, we really don't know. Do, do the cops keep going back to the appropriate judge to get a continuation or a new warrant, which is the same as the old warrant to get a warrant and to keep a warrant like this, uh, there'd have to be an affidavit articulating specific facts where um, the cops are alleging they're looking for evidence of a crime which may have occurred. Now, we, we know from other cases that I'm sure the cops are looking um, at all of her social media, um, whatever they can glean from any anything she does online, um, from anything she's doing with perhaps credit cards, um, looking at surveillance video, they did find her vehicle in the parking yeah. lot at Kent Hospital. Is there any video of that? Do, do we right. see her coming? Do we see her leaving? Do we see yeah. her with anybody else at that scene? Um, I'm sure the cops know a heck of a lot more. Yeah, they're letting on right now um, to give out information might tip off the suspect or suspects sure. or people of interest. I mean, who knows who we're really looking at? Right. Um, they're, they're surveilling the friend, obviously, to see what may be occurring with that individual who has not yet done anything criminal, which would cause um, an arrest to occur. So, I mean, the cops are, I'm sure, sifting and digging as much as they can behind the scenes and mm -hmm. waiting waiting for a break in this case. It's very yeah. curious. Um, it seems to be a cold trail right now. Um, it's inexplicable. But in terms of the warrant, if there's enough probable cause that they're looking for evidence of a specific crime or a specific target or a specific, specific subject... They, they could certainly get the, the search warrant um, um, extended um, more than once. This is going to be an articulation of facts and an affidavit to yeah. um, convince the court that there's a need. Mm. And, and just before we move on, Tim Dodd, it's seemingly a couple of things. Number one, how did the dog get to, you know, off Elmwood Avenue? How did the, her truck get to Kent Hospital? And I just think also, you know, boy, I'd love to know, 
all right, so the police learned she was last headed up to Staples Avenue. At least that's what's been, you know, uh, put forward. And how that conversation, you know, went. You know, I've, I've sat in court with the police say they, you know, knocked on the door and then they ring the bell and start questioning. Um, but here's my question. It would certainly seem that they, would it be safe to say they feel, they, they, they could be wrong, but the police it seems clearly feel they found something that justified them to go to a judge and say, we need this entire home and property almost treated as a crime scene and have it blocked off. I mean, cause you're the owner of the home. You've now been out of there for this is week three, as I said. Yes. Uh, and there would have to be an affidavit. There would have to be a showing to a yep. judge. This is what we got judge. And okay. this is what um, we suspect now. <clears throat> they've got the whole house cordoned off. Yeah. Um, I, 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 and I don't know if they sent, um, you know, have they sent police dogs in there sniffing around to check the grounds for what may or may not be there or other physical evidence, which might be at the scene. I, I, I don't know, but you would think if they've got the whole property cordoned off, yeah, might they be looking for something that's not on the surface, but might be under the ground? Who knows? Right. It's uh, uh, speculative, but it is. I'm sure the cops, missing person case, right? I'm now. sure the cops have a pretty good idea what happened, and they're just not showing their cards yet. Yeah, um, folks. Again, we're speaking with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. For those that are interested in the Charlotte Lester case, there's a lot more on the website, Petro.com. We have number of video we've interviewed with someone that was also interviewed by the police and a lot more tim dodd so this week uh, is the big week the democrats want to roll out their big january 6th demonstration just how horrendous this was and uh i'm curious to get your thoughts on boy these charges against enrique enrique and the proud boys this is not something you you hear every day a lot of people were almost stunned at, at some of the charges that they're now presenting forward on some of these proud boys from the january 6th 21 at the capitol yes um 11 of the proud boys i think it's 11 have been charged with seditious conspiracy to prevent a congressional officer from carrying out their duty wow that duty would that duty would be to certify the election results and certify um that joe biden had been elected president consistent with what occurred um with the electoral college votes Seditious conspiracy is tantamount to an insurrection, which can otherwise be called a, a violent effort to disrupt an electoral constitutional certification. It's not treason, but it, it's a lesser charge than treason. But the charge, as it currently sits, would hold a maximum penalty of up to 20 years in prison. Wow. Now, certainly bad things happened on January 6th. And, you know, for those who follow this, you know, saying their bad things happened might say, well, you're not considering the people who um, died um, as a result of those events. And the media likes to report, you know, that, you know, there was a, a deadly confrontation. And we all know that there's ways to look at the deaths that occurred. Um, one woman protester was shot at point blank range. She died, but not because of anything she really did. And right. that's still Ashley inexplicable. Babbitt. Yeah. Yes. Ashley Babbitt. You know, I know one of the officers left and like after the, the scene was over, I believe had a heart attack. And there was a number of things that happened after the case, all of it unpleasant. None of it is anything to, for this country to be proud of, but there's a difference between insurrectionists and protesters. So, you know, people who went into the Capitol because they were waved in by Capitol Police. Yep. And for whom the Capitol Police removed barricades to make it easier for people to enter the Capitol. Right. And, yeah. and they didn't have to really break windows or breach the Capitol, as it's been called. The doors were open. They were let yeah. in. That's you right. Know, did bad things happen? Were there bad groups planning for bad things to occur in the days leading up to this event? Sure. But there's so much. I mean, they want to uh, cynically, one would think that this is all 
uh, choreographed to um, impact the midterm elections. Uh, there's so much which hasn't occurred. There's, uh, from what I understand, tons of footage from that day, from inside and outside the Capitol building, um, that hasn't been released, hasn't been asked for. People who are in, responsible for the chain of what sort of police presence would be there, including the mayor of um, Washington, D.C., including the chief of the Metro Police, including Nancy Pelosi, who's in charge clearly in charge of security for the Capitol building as Speaker right. of the House. Where's all that information? Mm. None of that has been occurring. And the committee as assembled um, has no voice from the minority party, the Republicans, to push any investigation of those types of issues. Um, people who were planted in the crowd who were urging folks to go in. There's suspicion that some of them might have been current or retired um, federal agents. Is there any serious look to see who those people were, why they were there, what they were doing? To my knowledge, not really. And right. even if there was such an investigation, I am sure the committee is not going to bother with those facts. So when you've got a kangaroo court and a kangaroo investigation, um, the legitimacy of its investigation and the legitimacy of whatever the results are, you know, will probably be crowed about by the media, certain segments of the media. But I think the public is cynical enough and has seen enough shenanigans with the federal government that this whole exercise, depending on what we see in the next coming days and weeks, may not have a lot of credibility because oh. it's a lopsided investigation and it doesn't seem to be really geared to find out the whole truth, but to cherry pick facts that serve a particular narrative that the people in charge of this committee want to put forth. That's and that's right. not how we do it in this country. That's, that's how right. you do it in places like Nicaragua. Yep. Folks, again, we're speaking with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. And Tim, finally, uh, boy, Larry Nasser. What are we to make of this, uh, this latest lawsuit? 90 women have stepped forward with this lawsuit against the FBI for the Olympic gymnast, Larry, uh, gymnast, uh, physical uh, trainer and doctor, Dr. Larry Nasser. Well, uh, my understanding is that many of these women um, at the time or shortly after the time of the um, uh, assaults and rapes and other sexual um, misconduct that Larry, Larry Nasser perpetrated on all these young gymnasts, um, there were complaints made to the FBI. And wow. the FBI apparently poo-pooed the investigation. Mm. Uh, they didn't seem to take the allegations seriously. Um, they didn't, as they should, the investigators report the allegations of what Nasser was up to to state and local authorities. Again, the FBI is a federal organization. Um, they had a duty to so inform state and local officials of what they were learning and what the allegations were. And because of the FBI's unwillingness young women or to do anything serious against NASA in terms of an investigation or an arrest, he was able to continue on with his um, uh, conduct, criminal conduct, rapes, sexual assaults oh. for years, for years and years. Now, is the lack of, let's argue, arguably, a lack of a thorough investigation by the FBI actionable? I mean, certainly there is a lawsuit and you can presume it will be settled at some point. The failure to act, it would seem to me there would have to be gross negligence um, in order to make this actionable. And we now know, because after Nasser gets arrested on one case, everyone's come forward and said, legitimately, yeah, he did this to me too, me too, me too. Now we get 90 people who say he did it to me too. But what did the FBI know and when did they know it? You've got to look at the facts that were available to the FBI when they did this investigation and didn't choose to pursue it. Obviously, now we know of the horrific number of people that he did assault. Um, but based upon what we know right now, 
I guess there's a question of causation. Can the FBI's failure to further look into this guy um, be an actionable civil case for money damages, saying that because the FBI blew the investigation, this guy had more time to rape and sexually assault more women? Is that failure by the FBI? Question, and I think only time and dis- pretrial discovery will tell um, whether the FBI really has the financial exposure that this lawsuit contends. Well, folks, he is our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, great job as always, and we will talk to you again. Thanks, John. Take care. Brothers Disposal. Call them today, 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway. You can clean out unwanted belongings. Maybe clean out your garage, clean out your basement, clean out your attic. Old toys, old things you don't even use anymore. Old furniture. It's so much easier when you have a dumpster delivered right to your home and then they'll take it away when you're done. Whether it's for a weekend, for a week, for a month, Brother's Disposal. Call Brother Roland today at 401 401- 6880517 come on brother call brothers disposal look for them on facebook they have those purple dumpsters they're also now offering weekly trash collection services call brothers disposal today whether it's a small household construction project or maybe just cleaning out some unwanted belongings get a dumpster in your driveway or business brothers disposal 401-688-0517 to check out our website dipetro.com dipetro.com which is sponsored by and brought to you by the Senadale revival comfort food and cocktails located 2025 smith street in north providence shane and his crew what a wonderful job they've done winner of several rhode island best of awards best of rhode island awards the Senadale revival delicious food cocktails a lot of fun stop it and see them 2025 smith street in north providence to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm remember you can always listen online at our website dipetro.com folks visit the website on the website you'll see all our links to social media whether it's facebook or youtube instagram even tiktok plus you if you want to reach me that's the best way to do it we have unique original stories videos contact log on right at the website dipetro.com portion of the program brought to you by the coesed inn check them out on the website dipetro.com the coesed inn or Rhode island tradition since 1977 located 226 coesed avenue in west warwick whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge whether a nice dinner or even just appetizers there's always a great crowd you can link directly to them and gift certificates are available the coesed inn 226 coesed avenue in west warwick